Texas Business Minds, a presentation of the business journals of Texas. Brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. Health and wellness is top of mind as DBJ Associate Editor Alexa Reed invites a local leader with global ambitions to share his game plan for the future of fitness. For more than 50 years, Cooper Aerobics has remained a prominent preventative healthcare facility in Dallas. Founded by Dr. Kenneth Cooper in 1970, the Cooper Aerobics Center is made up of six entities, Cooper Clinic, Cooper Fitness Center, Cooper Spa, Cooper Hotel, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, and Cooper Wellness Strategies, plus the nonprofit, the Cooper Institute. Nestled away on a 30-acre lot in North Dallas, Cooper Aerobics continues to build on a family legacy to help Dallas residents be the healthiest versions of themselves. Spearheading that charge is Dr. Tyler Cooper, son of Dr. Kenneth Cooper. As president and CEO, Dr. Tyler is our guest on this episode of Texas Business Minds to discuss more about Cooper Aerobics, building onto the family business, and where Cooper Aerobics is growing. Hi, Dr. Tyler. How are you doing today? Hey, how's it going? Great to be with you guys today. Yes, thank you for joining us. We're more than happy that you're here. So you're carrying on quite a legacy. Your father, Dr. Kenneth H. Cooper, dubbed the father of aerobics, founded Cooper Clinic over 50 years ago, which was kind of just the beginning of the Cooper Aerobics Center. So what does it mean to you to find yourself continuing to build on that family legacy, on that family business? And uh, did you always know you'd eventually take over? I tell you, my dad started the organization in December of 1970, and I was born six days later. So I have literally uh, been a part of this business my entire life. And no, I did not think I was going to be here in my career as I was growing up. My father started me working for the organization when I was about 11 or 12 years old. And my first job was just to walk around campus and pick up trash. But I had no intentions of coming back here, actually went to Baylor University, had a business degree, and then went and traveled on my own for a while, kind of got out of the shadow of my father and realized the good work that we did here. And that's what eventually drove me back to Dallas, to our company and getting my doctorate in medicine. Great. That's an interesting fact that literally your father created the <laughs> created Cooper Clinic and six days later, thus you were born. So. Right. Kind of, kind of, kind of fits perfectly, if it makes sense. So with that legacy in mind and with you, you know, having been there and, and kind of taken over, how do you position Cooper Aerobics to remain such a prominent healthcare facility in Dallas? I mean, it's been around for over 50 years. It's sitting on 30 acres of property. So how do you keep that prominence still alive, especially as new generations rise and health needs and accessibility change? What's so interesting, it was when my father started the organization back in 1970, he had written his first book, Aerobics, in 1968, actually invented the word aerobics and is credited with launching the entire exercise revolution. And at that time, there were no such things as preventive medicine clinics like we have here today. There was no such thing as fitness centers as we know today. And so he launched a multitude of industries, honestly, uh, and all of the sub-industries that came with that exercise gear and so forth. And at that time, there were a great number of business people who tried to get my father to go into expanding the Cooper Clinic and different places or fitness centers or sporting gear or whatever it may be. 
And he made a conscious decision at that time to avoid all of those opportunities and make this organization the best in the world at what it does, which is preventive medicine and um, physical fitness, nutrition, all the things that we do, and put out research that changed the world. Most people don't realize that in the 60s and earlier, people didn't know that exercise was good for your health. What's funny is there was an article in the newspaper back in the late 60s, early 70s that said my father was going to kill more people than Hitler by promoting running. So we've come a long way since those days. And so it was through his foresight and the research that we now know that exercise is good for you. Ask a second grader, is exercise good for you? Well, of course it is. And so my goal with our business is to continue to put out research that changes the world for the benefits of others. Our mission as an organization is to improve the quality and quantity of people's lives. And so I'm not so much concerned about how large we make the organization, but more so that we always provide the quality of service to the people who are involved in this organization, both internally and externally, to do what we try to do, which is improve the quality and quantity of those lives that we've been doing for the last 53 plus years. I think it's great to know that that messaging from over 50 years ago is still very prominent in your business today because I personally didn't know that back then they thought exercise is bad because <laughs> right. all, all you hear now is get out there, get moving and just keep doing that and you'll set yourself up for success in 30, 40, 50 years. And again, it's this organization in the entire world that proved that fact. And so most people don't realize about half of our patients come from outside of the state of Texas. And we get people come from all over the world who come to go through our clinic services. They've come for educational purposes. This organization draws people in from all over the world. One interesting story, and there's a long backstory behind it, but if you go to Brazil and you go out jogging, it's called doing your Cooper. And that is actually named after my father because he helped coach the Brazilian World Cup soccer team in 1970, which was Pelé's last year uh, in the World Cup and became a national hero there when Brazil won. So when I say we're truly an international organization, we have a reach all over the world. Books have been published in over 24 languages and uh, really have changed the way exercise and health is viewed in the entire world. And what's so unique is just this quote unquote, small little business here in Dallas, Texas, that's done that. Speaking of world changing, we have just in the recent years come out of a pandemic. We've seen the healthcare industry struggle since its wake from then till now with staff shortages, accessibility to medicine, et cetera, um, and just even preventative medicine. How has that affected Cooper Aerobics and what are some solutions that you have made to kind of counteract those challenges? Ironically, coming out of COVID has been very good for our business because we do things that help people get through COVID without much difficulty, meaning preventive medicine, focus on healthy living, all within moderation. And so as we came out of COVID, people realized the importance of what we do, catch disease at its earliest stages, help you to live a healthy life. And in that case, you're less likely to have severe symptoms associated with COVID if you were to catch it. And so we've seen an absolute massive increase in the number of patients that we see, people joining our fitness center, uh, interest from around the world on the things that we do. And so we've been able to use it to help spread our message. Our message hasn't changed. We still have the same message that we did before COVID, but the world has seen the power of prevention in a way that they previously did not see. And so we're working to capitalize on that to reach more people, to help them improve the quality and quantity of their life. 
Has any of the employee shortages affected the clinic at all or Cooper Aerobics as a whole, just within just the medical industry itself? Not really. During COVID, I did a video to my employees every single day. And I kept them abreast of what was happening within the company from a financial perspective, from a job perspective. Communication to me is extremely important. And consequently, we had no real personnel issues of any uh, massive consequence during COVID. And the vast majority of people have stayed. We didn't have to do any type of significant layoffs because we communicated well. We always try to put our people first. We always say that people come here not only because of what we know, but because of how much we care. And it doesn't start with just how you serve the people who come here. It starts with how you serve the people who work here. And so that, uh, I think, has allowed us to be able to maintain a, a wonderful team, wonderful staff who serve our people that come here beautifully and have been really blessed in that regard. And so for business leaders, the first person you should serve before a customer is the people that are helping you serve that customer. And if you don't do that well, you're not going to serve the customer well. And we've been doing that for a long time and fortunately have benefited from that. Right, right. Great. I mean, that's great to hear because I know that time has, you know, kind of flipped the world upside down in terms of just processes and and right. shortages and, and things that we weren't expecting. So it's great to hear that um, you were kind of put in a position of, well, we came out very well and made sure everything was right. good. So that, that's great well, to hear. Yeah, and, I mean, certainly it was a difficult time during yeah. the process. But I think what we found is that our organization, you know, people who come here and work here, work here for the mission. And if they don't, they kind of weed themselves out. Again, that mission of improving the quality and quantity of people's lives. I tell people that when you work for this organization, it, we're a bus and it doesn't matter what seat you're in on the bus. But being on that bus, when you get up every morning and come to work, you're helping improve someone's life, you know, and certainly you have to get a paycheck and feed the family and all that. But but getting to do something that matters and helping other people and being a part of this organization, we see it almost every day, the stories of impacting people's lives in dramatic ways. I like to believe and I do believe that it's true that that's a great reason that people work here because they get to be a part of that team where there's such a tangible aspect in helping other people. It sounds like it's shown through the services you provide, which right. I, I kind of want to get into, which is, is there any current preventative health service or wellness service that you're seeing become more demanding in our market that Cooper Aerobics would like to expand its offerings to that you don't yet? One of the things we're trying to do is how do we expand the knowledge that we have without having to go bricks and mortar and those sorts of things. And so the hub of the wheel, the foundation of Cooper is the power of the measurement of fitness. Everybody who comes through our clinic gets their measure of fitness as if you just measured a blood pressure or cholesterol. We give you an actual number that correlates scientifically to how long you'll live, the quality of those years, the reduction in cancer, the reduction in healthcare costs. And so one of the projects we're working on right now is to be able to put that into corporations because we know that we can help improve the health of their employees and consequently decrease their health care costs. We're doing that in doctor's offices. We're doing that through insurance companies all around the world. And so that's the gift, honestly, that we have to help other people help themselves is that physical measure of fitness. And what we're really doing is we're making fitness a vital sign of health that that is just as important as your heart rate and your blood pressure and so forth as far as measuring the quality of your health and, and how we can improve the quality of your life. That's a huge part of what we're doing right now. 
And I know you have, uh, or Cooper Aerobics currently has a hotel and a spa, part of those preventative health measures. Any new business adventures that you're looking to add to that? Uh, on campus, we're constantly doing renovations and keeping the campus up. As far as new businesses, it's primarily the concept of taking that measurement of fitness around the world. In fact, we have a partnership in Dubai right now in the UAE in which they're doing these fitness type measures in corporations. Mm -hmm. uh, we do similar work in China. We've worked all over the world. And so we're really more of rather than a specific business line, uh, we're taking our knowledge and turning that into a way to scale our growth of who we are. And I kind of want you to expand on that more with kind of the global outreaches that you're doing. I know you have ties with China. You just mentioned with Cooper Aerobics Greater China, and you just said in Dubai. So can you elaborate more on the work with those countries right. and with what's going on between there? Sure. Well, what's so interesting is that while we have this knowledge of what it means to be healthy, and again, when I say healthy, we know scientifically, you don't need to be running marathons and eating like a vegan. I'm not saying those aren't wrong, but the biggest bang for your buck is just not being sedentary. If you can go walk 30 minutes, three to five times a week, it has a dramatic impact on increasing the quality and quantity of your life. So we have the knowledge, we're just not enacting it as we see this massive problem in our country right now with healthcare costs, of which 70, 80% are related to things that we do to ourselves, our choices, rather than maybe a genetic trait or something like that. We're actually, the choices are what's killing ourselves. And it's not just in the United States. China, just like the United States, has a massive obesity problem. You're seeing that in the Middle East as well. And so they're trying to figure out how to solve these problems. The reality is, is we know exactly how to solve them. And it starts with allowing someone to know what their fitness level is. If I'm walking down the street and I ask someone, a random stranger, I say, are you fit? They're going to say, well, I work out this or that, but they don't know it as a scientific measure. But if I ask them what their cholesterol is, if they've been to the doctor, they know that. And so that's that information that we're providing. And we're seeing these other countries, they've come to us. We haven't gone to them. They've come to us to say, how can you help us solve these problems? And when they hear the message and they see the solid scientific research, they say, how do we get involved with that? And so we respond as they come to us. And honestly, in some of these other countries, they listen more. You know, everybody's looking for a quick fix, like with obesity, you're hearing Ozempic and all these things. Those are great adjuncts, but nothing takes the place of having good health choices. Mm -hmm. But again, I want to reiterate that good health choices and what Cooper promotes is not extremism. Again, we're talking about eating well most of the time, exercising even that minor amount. And why do we say that? Because we know the science proves it and the world is listening. And so we're going anywhere the world will listen to take our message to help them improve the quality and quantity of people's lives. Does that kind of look like in terms of like programs or just kind of getting an idea of what that looks like right. and partnership? Right. So in China, we have a partner who actually is helping facilitate the Cooper products in China. We actually have a facility in Nanjing, China with a fitness center and so forth. Uh, in Dubai, for example, it's all programming. It's 100% biometric screening and fitness testing through corporations and medical offices. So we are flexible enough and malleable enough to be able to meet the needs of what they want within those countries right. uh, to understand that we don't know those cultures. And so that's why we always have a partner who is of that culture, who's of that country that can tell us how do we translate what we know into their culture so that their people will adopt it to help improve their lives.
Dr. Tyler Cooper joining us. Next, what's different about his approach to global growth? When Texas Business Minds continues. At Texas Mutual, we work vigilantly to investigate and prevent workers' compensation insurance fraud, which has resulted in over $13.5 million in restitution and recoveries for Texas businesses since 2018. Learn how your business is better at texasmutual.com fraud. It sounds like with those different cultures, because obviously different cultures have different foods, different traditions, right. different lifestyles overall. So it's great to hear that you're kind of taking a foundation of what you've created or what your father's created with Cooper Aerobics and Cooper Clinic. And you're taking that and you're using it and modifying it to fit other lifestyles in different countries. Exactly. Uh, So it's not like a franchise. It's not like, it's not like a McDonald's that you put in Dallas and you put in, in Dubai and maybe you change it up, but it still looks the same. No, we're taking our knowledge and we're going to put it into that country in the way that best serves that country. And if that's through bricks and mortar or if that's through existing medical systems or insurance companies, we're going to take what is the easiest way to reaching the people relevant to what those people want. And when you do that, it reduces the hurdles because you're not trying to force your views of things, how they have to be done, as long as the core foundation is being met. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we've had a lot of success with that. Sounds like it's just the beginning of just the global impact that Cooper Aerobics Cooper Clinic is about to make. What's so interesting is, you know, in those early days in the 70s, my dad traveled to 100 countries, probably speaking and doing all these things. He would meet with governments. And so we've always been international in that regard. But it's interesting now that the countries are coming to us again of, hey, like we notice in the U.S., you guys know what to do, but you're not doing it. We're the same way. We still have these same issues of chronic disease and rising healthcare costs. How can you help us lower them? And when we show them our solid science on that, they're like, okay, we need to figure out how to way to make that work. In fact, here in the U.S., we have a corporation, in fact, where they've put in a small biometric Cooper testing center within their actual offices. And so the, all of their employees go through this testing center, which is like a mini Cooper clinic, if you will, it's not feasible for everybody to come to Dallas and go through the Cooper Clinic and the elaborate exam. So we've taken the highlights of it and are actually putting it in corporations, even here in the U.S. Can you give examples of corporations or is that kind of just? I will tell you industry. So we have we have healthcare industry. We have manufacturing industry. So it's not just it's fairly broad spectrum at this point, paramedical and so forth. But we'll go anywhere but anybody wants to do that. We've worked with insurance companies, again, all the way to manufacturing. I didn't even think that it could go down to as small as incorporating the the program into corporations and companies. Right. And how it started, one of the ways is that we've built and managed fitness centers within corporations for a long time. Many large corporations on site have their own fitness centers as a benefit for the employees. And they bring us in to manage it or to put in our programming so that it's not just a fitness center that people walk by. It actually is a place where they go and work to change their lives. And we give them, again, reasonable expectations about how they do that. And that comes through seeing patients here for years. If someone comes into my office and let's say they smoke and they're overweight and they don't exercise and they eat poorly and it's just a you know a lot of problems, I'm not going to tell them, hey, we got to fix all these immediately. Mm-hmm. I start with, all right, what's the baby step here? What's the first thing we can do? What are realistic goals that you can maintain over time to truly create change in your life? And we look at that from a business perspective as well. 
how do we take the baby steps? Because our goal is to reach as many people as possible with the knowledge that we have to change the quality and quantity of their lives. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're not going to do that overnight, nor should you try. But how do we do that in incremental smaller steps to do that in the same way? That's how we address an individual person to improve their life. What is something that may not be top of mind for others that you think will change your industry in the future? I really think it's what I've mentioned as far as in the medical area is that measured fitness. Fitness as a vital sign. The science is so powerful showing that just a minor amount of fitness can change a healthcare cost, can reduce cancer risk, reduce all sorts of quality of life factors. It's going to happen. And you're seeing that already with some of the technology companies. You're seeing the the Apples and the Googles of the world within wearable technology and all of that. We've brought it down to the most basic level. So I think you'll see that develop more. Where I think a lot of times wearables right now are for healthy people who are just being healthier. Mm -hmm. And that when you have 70% of our population that's overweight or obese, they can't relate to that, right? I think what you're going to see is the people begin to recognize that, you know, maybe I don't look like that person on that Nike commercial on TV. And, oh, guess what? You don't have to to get almost the same amount of benefit. And so trying to reach people where they are with regards to their health, rather than trying to make these dramatic changes, I'm hopeful that the industry will see that. Like you'll see in fitness centers, I believe it's somewhere around 40 or 50 million people in America belong to fitness centers. And that number isn't really growing. They just switch clubs. And so trying to make fitness centers more welcoming to people that may be intimidated by coming there, creating programming that would bring them in to say, you know what, I'm not going to look like that guy, but I can do that program. And so we have some of those programs, for example, Mm -hmm. that take you no matter where you are, we can take you where we are, we'll accept you where we are, and we'll work from there. One of my favorite stories is a gentleman who came to us in the year 2000, and he weighed 538 pounds. And he couldn't walk 100 yards. Mm -hmm. And over the course of the next two years, just through diet and lifestyle, he lost 300 pounds and he's kept it off for over 20 years now. In fact, his book is just now coming out. It's Half the Man, Twice the Faith. And Rick Seleski is a wonderful example of, you know, you just do it a step at a time and you do it long enough and it creates change. But it wasn't just that he lost the weight. His whole life changed. His it's a mental, mindset, right? Yeah, his mindset, his social, his, you know, he ended up finding a wife, he got married, had kids. It's just this whole attitude about life changed just from some very basic steps. But, you know, rather than him coming in and say, hey, man, you're hopeless, there's nothing we can do. We're like, hey, tomorrow we're going to work on walking 150 yards. That's how we take care of people. And I think if that's how you run your business and you see it that way, You know, the old Bill Gates quote, people massively overestimate what they can do in a year and massively underestimate what they can do in 10 years. It's the same thing with health. And I'm curious to know, and we may have touched on it a little bit, but I kind of want to go back to it with this service of preventative health and your messaging of, well, you got to do stuff before you get to the point where it's really expensive and it's really hard and inaccessible to a lot of people in our country and around the world who can't access healthcare. So how are you making your programs accessible to those underrepresented communities and people that can't go to the doctor sometimes? Right. Well, so much of what we do through our public health and through our research and our nonprofit division is health promotion. And so teaching people what it means to be healthy, again, People think that you have to run 5Ks or marathons or, you know, have 7% body fat to be healthy. And it's just not true. And so, so much of what we do is trying to educate people of what it really means to be healthy. 
because 70, 80% of your health is based off of your choices. It's what you put in your mouth, how much exercise you do, getting good amounts of sleep, controlling stress in your life. That has a tremendous impact. And so the only way we solve healthcare crisis in this country is by decreasing the demand. The supply will never match the demand at the rate at which it's growing with disease just continuing to burgeon at extraordinary levels. And so what we do, again, obviously, if you can come through the Cooper Clinic, that's great, but that's not going to reach the needs of millions of people around America. And so that's where we're taking what we know out to the masses through whatever facility that we can and educating them through public health measures anywhere we can to help them begin to help themselves. And no one should ever think that they're not capable of improving their health. Everybody is capable of improving their health. Just even through getting out and walking your dog, it makes a difference. As we're in the beginning of 2024, closing out January, what are you looking forward to in 2024 with Cooper Aerobics? I'm excited about these international partnerships that are really beginning to take off. I'm excited about some of the renovations we're doing here on campus. We're adding 6,000 feet to our fitness center, again, to provide greater service. I always say that a well-run business is three legs of a stool. And the first leg of the stool is obviously you have to know what you're doing and be really good at what you do, which we do well. The second piece is that you have to provide excellent customer service. You have to care uh, for your people internally and externally. And then third is you have to have the physical plant to match. You know, certainly in the medical industry, if you came into a dilapidated building, I don't care how smart the doctors were, your initial impact is going to be, I don't know about this place. I don't know that they're high tech. And so in our industry, it is important to look the part. But if you don't have the backbone underneath looking the part, it doesn't work. So I'm excited about continuing to maintain those three legs of the stool. And again, reaching people through whatever means and mechanisms we have uh, to spread this message that we know will impact their life. I've been blessed in the 53 years I've been alive and at this business to hear countless, countless stories of lives that have been changed by what we promote. And I can tell you, it's such a blessing to be able to do that, to know that the job that I'm doing obviously provides for the needs of myself and my family, but it's doing a lot more than that. It's making a difference in people's lives. And I am really blessed to be a part of that. But I always say, listen, you don't have to be in the medical industry to help people improve their lives. Any industry can do that just by treating their people well and being a good supplier of the products or services that you provide. Well, Dr. Tyler, those are all my questions. I've learned so much about Cooper Aerobics and kind of what you've done and what you're looking to do. And it just makes me even more excited to hear about future business news with uh, Cooper Aerobics right here in Dallas and expanding to global. Well, I appreciate it. And it's a pleasure to be with you. We're always happy to talk about what we're doing here. Thank you for downloading Texas Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Texas. Brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. Texas.